Yo, welcome back to Crucial Conversations. We back at BD Local, ready to get it in again. It is I, your host, Dante Harris. Look, I have the honor of having one of my good friends in here today. He's one of the uh, great basketball minds that I enjoy talking to often. When I got some questions, I usually give him a call, and uh, he answers some questions, and we throw ideas back and forth. Um, and he, what he's involved in is very interesting to me, uh, but we're going to get into that in a second here. He mm-hmm. also is a graduate of uh, Puyallup High School, played at TCC yep. uh, back when they was doing their major things with Howe. Uh, he was one of those. He was on one of those teams. Uh, also, he is a coach's coach. Hmm. A coach's coach. Uh, what I mean by that, he does uh, mentoring the coaches and uh, business professionals here locally in the area. Um, he's also the CEO of uh, Triple Impact Coaching. Yes, sir. Dot org. You can look that up. You can find him there. And overall, great guy. Uh, I want to welcome. Arvin Mosley Jr. Mm-hmm. to Crucial Conversations. Man, What's up? I'm man? so happy to be here, Coach. I'm, I'm killer. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> been watching you know, you know, teasing us. You've been teasing us for a little bit. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, I and have. You got a lot of fans off of some teasers. So here uh, we are with the with the real deal, and I'm just happy to be here, brother. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? A little little marketing there. Yeah. Uh, but to tell you the truth, I kind of just fell in it and then didn't realize what I was doing and got a little nervous and ran away. You yep. know what I'm saying? But yep. I'm back. Yep. I'm back. And so we're coming with some episodes. So you're actually my first guest mm. on Crucial Conversations in this P- BD Local studio. So I mean, That's man. love. That's love. I'm yeah, glad yeah. to be here. When I seen you talk about, you know, you're looking for some guests. And I, and I, you know, I had to put the little little the gif up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I seen you know, it. I was like, come on. I said, I seen yeah. it. I seen it. I was driving to work. And I seen it. I was like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, that'll be good. Because yep. I wanted to get I was. I'm trying to do it weekly. So I'm trying to get in here yep. once a week. Yep. So, um. Let, first of all, what you thinking about? What's your team? You're a Seahawk? Well, yeah, I'm a Seahawks guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seahawks, Sonics, Mariners. Oh, oh. Sounders, Storm. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Go Storm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kraken? Yeah, I mean, eventually the Kraken. Yeah. What, 21? Uh, okay, another uh, year away, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure, man. So you, the football season started up. Yep. Uh, your guys' defense looks something vicious. You guys, they look yeah. young and, and, and fast again. They look yep. quite intimidating yep. out there. young and hungry. You know, yeah. you know, Coach Carroll loves those uh, those guys that fly around, play a lot of positions, speed. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Uh, guys that can make tackles, right? You don't got to be big. You don't got to be strong, but you got to make tackles. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I love everything about Coach Carroll's philosophy, win forever, always compete. Yeah. You know, him and Russell Wilson, that's a match made in heaven if you're a, a football fan, you know. Yeah. I know Las Vegas is, you know what I'm saying. I know that's your little <laughs> squad. You know what I'm saying, but uh, yes, I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider. Raider. Yeah, diehard. You know, you guys got to change your jerseys every few years to try to keep up with the moves. But uh, you know, but but we're still the Raiders. Still the Raiders, though. Still the Raiders. Still the Raiders. We'll travel well. We're fine. We'll be fine in Las Vegas. Believe me, the Raider Nation. Yeah, we're good there. I believe it. We'll be fine there, man. So uh, I'm excited about a couple guys that we got. Some of our young players, of course, our running back is he's 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 a goon. Yeah, I like him. So. uh 
So I'm excited about this season coming up. Yeah, it felt a little weird last weekend, you know, because you don't get the build up with the preseason games. And so it felt kind of weird waking up Sunday morning and, and thinking, like, oh, it's, it's a real game. It's yeah. not, you know, it's a real game. The starters going to play the whole game and everything. I didn't even understand that process when I, because I just started watching. I realized, like, hold on, this ain't preseason. This no, is they it going came right to in. it. Yeah. They're going Went in. Right at it. So, yeah, but I'm enjoying that, though. I enjoy just let's get after it. Yep. Also, I mean, so that brings us right into what I want to talk about. What are you thinking about the Bubble, the NBA bubble. Uh, I mean, I, I I love it. I mean, I I think uh, they did what they had to do to make sure that the season went when it did. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, and it, and I think there's only been one instance of somebody kind of breaking the bubble. You know, uh, Daniel House there in the last series with the Rockets. But other than that, I mean, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, it feels a little like summer league, though. I keep laughing because the coaches got their sleeves pushed up and yeah, yeah. and they got the little three quarter zip ups uh-huh. and and then they had some tennis shoes. So it feels a little like summer league, but okay. um, but I love it. I mean, and you know what? You got to come to play. It's no home court advantage. It's yeah, no travel. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a game yeah. today. We're on the same court. We've been playing on the same court. We all have the same practice facility. Everything's the same. Yeah. So it's who shows up tonight ready to play. I think that that right there is what I've enjoyed the most. Yep. I, and going into it, I was excited about that, about the guys going in there. You stuck in the bubble. Yep. It's hoop. It's hoop. And you see the guys that are still playing are the dogs. Yeah. The yeah. dogs are still playing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to be a tough Guy, yeah, yeah. Like you got to walk around that bubble. You're a tough guy, and you're gonna have to see you the gotta, guy. You got to walk with it. You, you got to walk with it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's no surprise going. that Jimmy Butler is where he is with the Miami Heat. I'm just you gonna say it. Mean? You know, I mean, it's he's a bulldog. Ain't no, you know, no yeah, way around it. Yeah, yeah. You can see it in his eyes. Then that doesn't necessarily work the same though. If you're traveling to Milwaukee, if you're traveling to Boston, but that mentality that he that he has in, yeah, the, bubble, in the bubble, he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, in the bubble is yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. You're all stuck in the room. Yeah, man. <laughs> you're stuck in y'all the room. Y'all eating buffet together. Y'all buying. Yeah. Coffee. Say, Jimmy Butler selling coffee out his room. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> He's fired up. B- big head coffee, I think he calls it. So. <laughs> He's fired up. Yep. That's what's up, man. So, yeah, I'm enjoying that, too. Uh, but the reason, the reason I wanted to get you in here. Yeah. reason I wanted to get you in here. A big thing with me uh, as I've been a Titan developing master um, is, like, mental preparation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of my basketball game and just my philosophy on life is mentally preparing myself on what I'm going to be doing. Yep. Um, I've over, you know, I'm 42 now. Over the years, I've learned how to do that myself, and yep. and, and now I'm researching into it a little bit, trying yep. to learn some more. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, lo and behold, I uh, I decided to stop by and talk to you, and then you had mentioned that you were going to be doing. Uh, what, what do you what do you call it? Uh, mental a, mental skill development, right? Mental, okay. You know, we do physical skill development. You know, people have personal trainers at the gym, and so basically, mental skills development. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then that just you know sparks start flying. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, well, now that's interesting. Yeah. Now that's interesting. So, what is it? What is it that? What is something basically like for someone to start training theirself? What do they, what, is, what is something basic that you can start? I mean, doing? I would say one of the first things you want to do is get a little bit of self awareness of how you talk to yourself. You know, I think you know, um, research shows that the number one way that we get confidence is how we talk to ourselves. Uh-huh. And so, you know, and, and you know, we talk about you know, you can read a Bible, you could read you know, a beautiful book like the Bible, you can read John Wooden, you can read all these great self help books, but if you put them down and then you don't tell yourself 
how smart you are, how good looking you are, how talented you are, how special you are. If you're not telling yourself that, it doesn't matter what books you read. It doesn't matter what videos you watch. You can't mm-hmm. be motivated and inspired if you're not talking to yourself the right way. So, you know, one of the very first things that, that I talk to when I work with my clients is, is how are you talking to yourself? I want to get a little bit of inventory on what are you saying to yourself when you're at your best? What are you saying to yourself when you're at your lowest? And, and when you're just sitting here, what are you saying to yourself? And um, I don't think people realize how much we talk to ourselves. You know that, you know, th- they don't have an exact number, but people yeah. have anywhere from eighty thousand to a hundred thousand thoughts a day. And yeah. of those, the vast majority, eighty to ninety percent of our thoughts are negative thoughts. So if we're thinking negative, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much read positive we read. If we're thinking negative and we're talking negative, you can't get negative, right? Negative thoughts, um, th- you got to combat them with positive words. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And. Self, self, self-talk. I mean, talking to yourself—that's the longest conversation Ooh, one will yeah. have. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's that's the continuing cycle. It never ends. It never ends. You, you can't know? leave. You can't go in the other room. No, so no. I'm done talking to you. No, you're still there. You're still there. You're still there. You're yep. still there. You gotta look that person in the mirror. Yep. Um. So that that's that's interesting. That's interesting, man. Uh. So like self-love. Yep. So, but also, so how how would you how would one apply that? Say you're a I'm a coach. Yep. I'm a coach. Yep. So if I go into a situation where I'm trying to get these guys to believe in 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 a concept, how would I how would I implement that as, onto a group of young men? How yep. would I do that? Yeah, I mean, well, one of the um, I, I've been telling co- every coach I talk to, I say, Coach, the most important thing that you could do the next day at practice is sit on the ground, crisscross applesauce. Like they do in kindergarten, you know, uh-huh. sit there and cross your legs and talk to your players. Figure out what they're listening to music-wise, figuring out who's important in their life, figure out what they're afraid of, figure out what their dreams are. 10 or 15 minutes sitting down on the ground with your players will, will and again, it doesn't impact self-talk, but it impacts that camaraderie and that teamwork. So mm-hmm. that's one of the first things I would do if I were a coach. Next time I got my team together, I'd sit down and, and have some questions and learn about, you know, their hopes and their dreams and the things that are important to them. Um, in terms of self-talk, I think you've got to do an inventory. You just have to take a moment and 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 talk to young people um, and say, hey, when you were playing well the other day or when you're practicing well and if things feel good, what are you saying to yourself? And then let them write it down. And then say, when you wake up, what are some of the most negative things that you say to yourself? Because they'll tell you. We, you and I could sit right here. We can oh, think yeah. of the things that I'm, I'm not. I'm not this, and I'm not that. And we, you and I could write a list of all the bad things that we tell ourselves every day that we fight. Right. Yeah. Even me, who's studying this and practicing, it, I put it in practice. I still hear those negative thoughts. Yeah. I've just learned how to counter them. Right. Uh-huh. And I still having an awareness. You got to have an awareness of what you're saying to yourself first before you can do any change. Right. I mean, if you don't know, you know, it's just like a player. If a player doesn't know he's doing something wrong, that's our job as a coach to kind of point that out. Yeah. Um, and so same thing with ourselves. We gotta do a self appraisal, a self edit, right? A self scout, right? You watch film, you scout the opponent. Well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta know scout yourself, man. Yeah, definitely. What are you saying to yourself? What are the most common negative phrases that we say? Um, and you know, when it comes to your work, it's well, maybe oh, I'm not worth that much, right? You know, you gotta you make you bid jobs for a living. I bid jobs. I I got a bid sitting on my desk right now that you know, I had to talk myself up because I'm thinking, boy, you know, I'm going to send a bid in for this much money. I mean, yeah. oh my goodness. And wait a minute, you're worth it. You're smart enough. You're talented. Yeah. You're special. Yeah. You're unique. Right. And so we, we even, even as I'm learning this and even as I'm trying to put it into play, I still find myself talking down. Right. At times. And so um, really learn how to self-talk. Right. I would say that's yeah. key. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, when it comes to self-talk, I think uh, as I've, as I've grown, I've done better at, 
positive self-talk. Yep. Um, then I did uh, when I was a little bit younger. Yep. Um, and then uh, also believing in self and then not not depending on someone else to talk me up. Yep. Changed yep. a lot. Yep. Yep. Changed a lot. Yep. Uh, uh, once I once I, that didn't really matter and I can I start talking to myself uh, and, and letting those positive things start happening. When I'm speaking positive to myself. Yep. Uh, start believing in things. Mm-hmm. Um, so also. I've also been thinking about so one of the main things I think mentally that that I've always locked into was I locked into pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I could take pain and then I could I can I can stir that into energy. Yep, yep. I can stir that into energy. And so by doing that, that also that same that same energy also saved me from uh, getting into a lot of trouble too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because then I had the strength to be like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna go this way instead yeah. of that way. Uh, when we're talking about that, I want to hit this story um, and just see what you think about this. Now, you were there. Um, so uh, those of you who don't know, Mosley also is one of the few people that have uh, played with me um, and also coached me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's not too many guys like that. So There were some battles. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there were some things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there, with the two of us getting together, you know, it get, it get a little intense. Yep. Um, so there was a time that you were coaching, and um, we were warming up, and they someone – yelled my name and they said there's a lady at the door says it's mm. your mother mm-hmm. and yep. she wants to come in the game for free she says she's not paying I'm like whatever I kept warming up and then I'm thinking in my head well maybe it is so I go look and it was yeah um and I just wasn't prepared for that yeah uh for me my mother had never seen me play basketball I was at that point I was maybe 31 32 yep uh and she had never seen me play um so that was emotional because I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I got mm-hmm. kids. I got mm-hmm. kids out there. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that happened in that game that was one of my most memorable games that I don't really remember mm-hmm. by no And we're going to talk about that too. So, but keep yeah. going, but we're going to yeah, talk about that's, that. That's exactly yeah. the thing The thing from, from your perspective. Um, looking at that game actually happened because I know I was emotional because I do remember tearing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember actually the feeling, but the I think it just flowed because you were that coach at the right time mm, to let you. that go. Mm. You know what I mean? I always wonder, like, why did you just let that, you know what I mean, that, that action just happen like mm-hmm. that? And you even, from my understanding, everything catered to me. Like, mm-hmm. the ball was coming to mm-hmm. me. All my plays got called. Yep. So can you take me to, through that? Well, point? you said the word flow, right? We, You know, flow is, is you know, peak performance, being in the zone. Uh-huh. And you got in the zone that day, right? That was, and I remember, I don't remember the numbers, close to a triple-double, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was a 30-15-10 yeah, or yeah, 30-20-10. So, like, it was, a, one, it was them, one of the best games It was one of them jokics. You yeah. like the joker out there, crazy. right? Yeah, it was uh, crazy. Uh, the Joker with an athlete's body. Yeah, well, he's different. <laughs> <laughs> I would he's say, well, so you use the word flow, and I would say that's uh-huh. a, that's peak performance, or that's what people call being in the zone. And you were in the zone that day, and and um, and you don't remember. That means because you were in the moment. Yeah, right? we talk about the the, the best athletes play the, where the, their feet are. Yeah, the best athletes play where their feet are. Guys like Paul George the other night was playing too far into the future. Right, Paul George was worried about 
tomorrow yeah. or worried about yesterday, right? He wasn't yeah, when yeah, he missed yeah. both of those shots, right? And in that moment, you were in flow, right? You were in the peak performance. You were at the spot, and and, and I don't know how I sensed it, but you and I are real similar. You know, our birthdays, you know, I think we, we was born about 12 or 14 hours apart from yeah, each other, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. You know, years apart, but I'm just saying in terms yeah. of, you know, astrology, and you and I are, are so connected at the hip, and what I saw in you was you were ready, though. You was locked in. You know, you, you, you were somebody who played with that pain, and I think – we teach young people not to play with anger and pain sometimes, and I don't think we realize that that is a place. It's okay to go there, I think, yeah. as long as you don't cross any lines, as long as you're using it productively. Pain has a very valuable place, right? You learn as a young kid. You touch the stove. It's hot. You don't touch it again. That's pain, right? Yeah. And I think you, you were somebody who were able to um, to take your emotions and your feelings and put them out in the court and just demolish the opposition in the most professional, respectful, polite way possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going, yeah. You're going, right? And so, um, and again, I I do remember, I remember being in the locker room, in the back little locker room, and we're having a little pregame. This is one of the ones we didn't really have much to say. It was one of those games. I think we said the Lord's Prayer. You know, I I went through the X's and O's a little bit. We did the Lord's Prayer, and everybody put a hand on you, and we was like, let's ball, right? It wasn't much to it after that. And, um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, no, I, I remember. I mean, and I know that's on VHS somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, it is. It is. I don't have it. No, but, but it's I on know VHS it, somewhere. Yeah, someone has it because <laughs> an agent has it. Okay. I know that for sure because okay. that's the tape that they seen. Uh, I was overseas, and that one of the coaches seen me and was like, "Yo, I seen the tape where." Yep. You you was you did some bizarre yeah, jumpers, you know I mean? block yeah. shots, yeah, filling yeah, the lane. Like it, yeah. the ball, he was like, I've never seen somebody be at the same level of a ball for the whole game. Yes, yes. So where the ball was, yeah, I goon was, squad. That was yeah. the goon squad. Yeah, we were flying we, the yeah, ground. We had the goons. We put the, we let the goons loose. You and Orlando and, and yeah. uh, you, oh, Lamar, Marlon. <laughs> Marley the Mar, goons. you know what I'm saying? Kaizen training, shout out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I remember. But, again, that was just about being locked in and, like I said, playing in the moment, yeah. right? Because if you had thought too much about your mom being there, you wouldn't have performed that well, right? Yeah. If you had let those emotions come out in, in a different kind of way, it wouldn't have been productive for you. And you were able to, you know, you kind of locked them in to the moment and you, you stayed fresh and stayed clear-headed for the moment, right? Yeah, and yeah. I don't think I coached you at all that game. I don't think I really said much to you. Uh, you know, it was just one of those times, though, that uh, one of those rare moments that anybody who's ever played the game, anybody who's ever played any game would be l- lucky to have those kind of moments. Like, we're always trying to have those moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. Yeah. That's what made it so special, right? That's, but it, I remember you know? it was going. Right, right. I remember it was going. I remember it was going, yeah. We talk about blacking out, right? As, you know, we yeah. tease each other sometimes. Like, Man, I blacked out. Blacked In out. In a good way, though, yeah, right? Not blacked yeah. out, but blacked out. Like, I don't remember. All of a sudden. I was the, in that mode. I'm hitting everything. I'm blocking everything. So, yeah, no, those are. But that's what, you know, that's part of the training that I'm doing now is trying to help athletes find ways to get into those moments um, consistently, repeatedly, you know, over and over, right? Yeah, into that mental mind state yep. where you can get there, you can, you can, you can, get, you can uh, rev yourself up so you can get there. Yep. Um, another thing, another thing I, I, I just lost it, but I should have wrote it down. That's why I got this pencil yeah, yeah, here no, that no, I'm no. not really using, it's obviously. All right, man. We here. You know what I'm saying? We out here. But it was it was along the lines of that's exactly what it was. So this is the thing that I've been that that as I've gotten to coaching um, into the high school level that I am trying to get through to um, the the everybody else that that's there. I'm talking about the referees. I'm talking about the other coaches, the other players. I'm talking about the parents in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it's okay to play emotional. They have it so dumbed down that some of these kids that can get to that point 
and play to that to that point almost as if you're going to get into a fight and control that and can play at that level right. and play well there right. aren't getting the opportunity because as soon as they get to that level, they're told to calm down, which is a pet peeve of mine because I had to get there right. to play. Right. You know what I mean? And then you got guys that come in there, they can be talking to people in the stands, still go for 30. Right. But that's, right. that's not my game, you right. know what I mean? So... Um, I try to put, I, I, I'm steadily find myself trying to combat that. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to scream and yell. You know what I mean? I think that's the reason why I coach the way I coach and I yell so I can get my, my kids can feel free. Right. So they can feel free to let some of that out. Right. And, and, and then it helps with the style. You know what I mean? I love defense and they're flying around. We're talking, now we're talking on defense. So um, that's been a struggle. You got any, what, what do you think? I, what, do you got any suggestions with that so I can? Well, you know, I, the one thing I'll say is, is, it's different with younger people because they don't know where the line is. And now you think about yourself, you and I are both players that have crossed the line, right? Yeah. You know, not because we're bad dudes, but because we got to a spot to where we drop an F-bomb and we get a T. Mm-hmm. Or we elbow somebody when we you know, maybe shouldn't have, and now you're getting a T. Or uh-huh. you get a foul or something like that, right? Yeah. And so it's tougher for young people because they got to they gotta explore those limits, mm-hmm. right? We all have to explore our limits. And so, um, so I think there's that part that there's that piece that we have to be careful with. There's also a piece where coaches want control. Right, coaches are control freaks by nature. Right, that that's that's we're trying to be in charge. So if I got a kid who's yelling and screaming, and he's he's, I feel like his focus is elsewhere, and I'm trying to rein him back in. That is the nature of coaches, on yeah. court, right, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. That's why you look at some of these NBA coaches. That's why Eric Spolstra is going to go down as one of the best coaches in the history of the game, because Eric Spolstra don't get in the way of his players. Right. I mean, you've never seen Jimmy Butler be this calm, have you? Not calm. Let me take that back. You've never seen this Jimmy Butler play with this much poise. Yeah. He's still a wild bulldog out there just doing what he does, right, playing the yeah, way he yeah. plays, but it's with poise, though, right? Mm-hmm. And Eric Spolster has found a way to say, no, Jimmy, be you. I'm not going to tell you not to be you, but just understand that some of those things are not productive. So like some of those things you talk about, they, they might not be productive, right? Mm-hmm. If the officials are mad because a kid drops an F-bomb, well, then it's not productive, right? And so we have yeah, to teach kids, yeah. right, we have to teach these young people how to play with emotion, how to play to the edge that they can play at, but mm-hmm. still be productive. Yeah. And I think it took you a long time. It took me a long time to find that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I could play one-on-one and want to fight when wouldn't hit each other. But yeah. we could get all the way to that point where we're staring at each other and grabbing each other but won't punch each other, right? We yeah, cr- yeah. But it took us years and years and years to get there. And I think sometimes with teenagers, I think with teenagers in 2020, right, because 2020 ain't 2019, right? And I know that sounds funny, but where we're at today ain't where we were yeah, yeah. Everything everything's different. Over. Everything's Everything different in twenty twenty. And so I think it is uh on us as coaches and as leaders of young men to find ways to let them explore their emotional side and let them explore some of that pain that they might want to play with, but we do got to kind of rein it in a little bit because it is counterproductive if the referees are calling it. It yeah, is definitely. counterproductive if they're being distracted because right. they're so busy talking trash that they lose sight of their defensive assignment, right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's just something that as, as coaches, as leaders of young men, that we have to find a, a way to, to, to help them channel that energy the right way um, and, and, again, not cross that line. Oh, yeah, I think right now is uh, I've, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it affect. I've seen, them, I've seen the guys move. In, in a different manner, yep. uh, uh, and I think it's being it's, it's quite effective right now. So I'm enjoying that. Yep. But the coaching bug done bit me. I'm yep. stuck. Yep, I'm stuck. I'm, I like it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I got notepads now that used to be rhyme books, and now they're playbooks. And it ain't the coaching bug. You know what it is? It's the teaching bug. 
True. You love to teach the game, right? And yeah. I used to think it was the coaching bug too, right? I'm, I'm with uh, you. You're right. I'm, but I'm a language guy, right? And as yeah, I'm getting yeah, older sure. and develop my language, coaching, you know, I, I'm not as much of a coach, so to speak, as much as I am a teacher of the game uh-huh. or, you know, or a teacher of mental skills or a teacher of, you know, I, I coach coaches, we say, but I'm really teaching coaches how to be teachers. You know, Triple Impact Coaching, name my company, teaching, leading, caretaking, mm-hmm. right? Triple Impact. You're a teacher, you're a leader, you're a caretaker. And so, um, so yes, you got the coaching bug, right? It bit you. But but when you start talking about them notebook, man, you, you're a teacher now. You've kind of transformed into you want to teach the things that you've had in your life and, and take the challenges and struggles you've had and kind of pass that on to these other young men. And, so, and that's the goal. Yeah, man. That's the move. That is the move. That's the move, man. Trying to be me for me when I needed me. I mean, that's you. Y'all get yeah. that trickery right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and, and I'm the same way. Yeah. Now we, you know we also have our own children, right? And, and yeah, some, and some definitely. Of, and grandbabies too, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I got two of them. Smiley, calm down, yeah, man. Right? Come on now. And so, and you and you're exactly right. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be the father. You know that. I, you know, and I had a good relationship with my father. Obviously, he's, you know, he's the man yeah. for me. But but I'm still trying to be that for my kids, right? Yeah, and then for obviously sure. For all the young people that I work work with on the basketball court yeah yep. yeah it just it, it expands it expands yep. you know what i mean that was the, the 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 beautiful thing of it that's the art to it yep uh the, the, kid, the kids the kids growing and then you know and then you just seeing i've seen a lot of i've seen second generations i love seeing that like man i know his father and then i know or i know her, three four different generations of of one family you know what i mean that i know personally so that's the tacoma thing i love it yep you know what yep. i'm saying you see them growing then they kid next thing you know they kids at the school and you're like okay yep i got my former players hitting me up hey, hey my, you know my son's 8 you know can he get in your class or my son's 9 and I'm, yeah. man you played for me now i'm training your kid okay i like it i like it though yeah but that lets you know that lets us know that i think to a degree we're doing the right thing but it also um, you know, just speaks to that give back. And I think that's who we are at our core. You know, you and I are similar that way. It's to give back. It always yeah. has been, right? It's just always being in, in, you know, community guys, right? You know, we've had chances to go other places and do other things. And, you know, and I, I swore up and down, I'm leaving Tacoma. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving. I'm about to leave. I'm, I'm fenced about to gonna leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm fenced about to gonna. Yeah, I'm going. And then. Uh, and then here I'm, I'm right back. And I, and I couldn't shake it. And, I, and, and I'm not going anywhere, man. I love it here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. When uh, I mean, went to school, then went overseas, and then I ended. It was I ended up coming right back. Yeah. It was a Tacoma thing. Yeah. I was like, nah, I, I, I missed the same road can take me from the mountain to the to the to, yep. the, to the water. Yep. You know what I mean? Ain't got to take no able, turn. Straight nah, ahead. I'm straight there. I'm yep. good. Yep. I'm good right where I'm at. Yep. So, yeah, Tacoma's a good spot, man. What else? We, but look, so what? Else, are you? Uh, what, what, what all do you got going on lately? Other than the, the you got the man, you you a renaissance man. You got <laughs> what else? You got triple impact coaching. Yeah, triple. So you know, I do my training. Right, uh-huh. I work for a couple big companies. Leaders Earned is one of them. That uh, you know, I travel across the country working uh, with girls basketball camps. Okay. And, um, lead some of the most prestigious girls basketball camps in the country. Um, we have our next camp up here in Seattle. Um, all things going okay weather-wise and, and COVID-19-wise. We'll be yeah. up there um, the 10th and 11th in Seattle, October 10th and 11th. Um, I'm leading mental skills development and mental conditioning um, for a couple teams, for individual players. You know, I have a weekly class for student-athletes. Okay. And um, they tap in, we get on Zoom, and, and I take them through some mental um, skills training, right? We exercise our minds, right? We call that inner size. 
right? Everybody lifts weights for exercise, uh-huh. but our mind is a muscle too, and we need some inner size. Inner right? size, I right? like that. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. working on our, our mental game, and, and um, you know, the, where you are right now, where you want to be, the bridge is your mindset. Mm-hmm. Where you are now, where you want to be, it's your mindset, right? Yeah. So often we get distracted. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try harder, right? As opposed to we can go lift all these weights, you can have great nutrition, right? You can eat all this great food, but if you're neglecting your mind, it's it's all a waste. Yeah, it's pointless. Or, and it's not necessarily a waste, but it's not going to get you to where you want to be. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I'm doing that. Um, you know, I wrote my quick guide to coaching youth basketball book I dropped out last year. And um, uh, so I need to drop the second edition, right? You know, you got to drop that second edition. <laughs> um, and, you know, just putting, like I said, putting classes in place and, and, and so that when we can get back in person consistently, um, you know, I'm probably the only guy around. I've been working with uh, kindergarten through fourth and fifth grade kids um, for the last four or five years. And I've, I run some of the biggest camps in our area for that age group. And um, and the reason I got to that age group is because the first time we did a camp and everybody wanted to go with the high school kids. Everybody wanted to go with the big kids. And everybody wanted to go with the guys that could dunk and the girls that could, could yeah. do all the flashy moves. Yeah. And, and we're like, nobody wanted to work with the little kids. I'm like, man, I'll go work with the little kids. Uh-huh. And I'll work with the little kids. And, and then... About a week later, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying I coach college basketball. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know how to coach a seven year old, right? Yeah, this sure. is different. You can't yell at them and say, "Go up to the elbow." They don't know where the elbow is. Yeah. you know, post up. They don't know what this yeah. is, right? And so it was about a week and a half, two weeks after the first time I worked with some little kids. I was at uh, uh, Walmart or Target up on Union, and the kid said, "That's my coach." And a little kid looked at me, a little six year old, seven year old kid. That's my coach. He told mm-hmm. his mom, who, 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 that's my coach, that's my coach. And now, mind you, I only trained this kid, or he was in a, a class of 30, 40 other kids yeah. for an yeah. hour. Yeah. But to him, I was his coach. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then I realized, and I started thinking of the impact. And so everybody's uh, fighting for the LeBron James and the Giannis up here at the top of this triangle, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the bottom of the triangle are the kids who are just getting in- introduced to the game. Mm-hmm. They're the kids who are just getting involved in the game. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I could actually create more of a lifelong passion for basketball or a lifelong passion for fitness, right? Just for health and wellness and fitness and, and mental toughness, right? With these little kids, I can actually start to lay the foundation and then I can feed them to the younger guys like you by the time they get to the high school, or I can feed them to my former players who are trainers and things like that. So um, I fell in love with working with little kids, you know, and I got two little guys myself. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean that that's probably one of the things that I that I that I can't wait for the gyms to open back up to where I get my 30, 40 little six, yeah. seven, eight year olds in there just going to work, having fun, learning the game. Getting it. You got fired up right there. Oh yeah. You just turned to coach I, real man, quick. I, I, I haven't just been in the gym in a minute. You got I, fired up. I haven't been in the gym in a minute. It's been <laughs> tough out here, you know what I'm saying? These outdoor workouts I had to put those on hit on break for a minute too with the smoke out there. So Oh, uh, true that. Yeah, you know, true so I'm, that. I'm definitely uh yeah, I can't wait for the gyms to open up and for all of us to be able to get back in there and do what we love and yeah um and you know really again it's about teaching it's about leading it's about being a caretaker of the community right so i just happen to do it with the basketball i just happen to do it on a basketball court mm-hmm. right my, that's that's my platform i'm not in a church right i'm not on the pulpit at the church i'm i'm not a police chief you know what i'm saying i'm just a dude that loves the game of basketball and and i can spread a good message by doing that definitely definitely it's a beautiful thing man i'm happy you're doing it Man. I'm happy you're doing it because it takes it takes a special person to deal with 30 kids that young. <laughs> I appreciate that. You but it's guys like you though that 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 you know that that believed in me that first year with the Thunder. You know what I'm saying when we ran that squad that and you guys were skeptical of me at first and I get it because I, I got to earn your trust. Right, I had to show you that I was that I was consistent. I had to show you that I was real. You know yeah. what I'm saying and. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was guys like you and 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 that squad. I mean, that was an amazing squad right there. But it was guys like, and I'm, I'm friends with all y'all still. That's what's the craziest. I still talk to all y'all. 
Yeah. And I still talk about the trips and, and everything that we did. But it's those kind of relationships, though, that now, I'm, you know, I've worked with your kids over the years, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to have your grandbabies. If I'm still doing it, I'm going to have your grandbabies yeah. in the next few years, right? Yeah, for so sure. We only Got five, one on the way. We're only five, six years away from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> only a couple more. couple more. You're about two years away from it. Matter of fact, he's about to be seven and two. Yeah. I'm putting him in there. Yeah. You know, he needs to yeah. do something. Yep. He needs some of that. Yeah, we in it. He needs some of that work, you know what I mean? Yeah, he running around the house breaking up stuff on the weekends. Yep. yep. Break. Yeah, come on, man. Yep. The little mini hoops is crazy right now. They put it at my house, though. The mini hoops are a whole nother level. Yep. It's not like the mini hoops we used to have. You no, they got breakaways now. They, yeah, they got the spring on the, <laughs> they got the, spring on the back. Oh, yeah. They're hanging it from the door. They don't put it on top of the weight bench, on top of a mattress uh, in the living room uh, and be getting after it. Yeah, my kids already broke. We were on a, our third one in quarantine. So, yeah. you know, they got it. I, I got a cheap one for them, you know, you know, $25, $30 little uh-huh. one. That that didn't last long. Then we got the little more expensive with the yeah. little glass back with the breakaway, and they didn't <laughs> understand. And so my kid, he shacked it, uh, and he broke it, and he had the nerve to ask, Dad, Dad, you going to fix this? What do you mean I'm going to fix it? You broke it? He said, but, Dad, well, we need a new one. I said, well, your birthday is coming up. I guess we know what you're getting for your birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know like, you broke it. Because we can't keep putting lesson. 30, 40 bucks out for these hoops. <laughs> first lesson, so don't break on, it. So we're on our third one. So they're on okay. their third one. They broke the first two. They've been a little more calm on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But, yeah, there's – I'm almost out of the hoop breaking stage at my house. Almost. Yep. But then, the, the, like you said, the grandkids come and yeah, it just yeah, started yeah. the cycle all over. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like, oh, man, I thought I was done. Yep. But nah, that, the mini hoops back up. They getting after it again. Yep. You know what I mean. So, but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, shoot. On my closing, I also want to tell you guys, uh, and we want to talk about one thing that uh, evidently popped up a couple times today in this conversation was um, the conversation that you have with yourself. Mm. Okay. Um, don't be like. If you listen to all my other podcasts, I talk about be comfortable um, being uncomfortable. Um, So be comfortable being uncomfortable, being yourself, man. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're not being you. Um, Look inside yourself. Get your own self-confidence, okay? Um, That conversation you have with yourself is the longest conversation you'll ever have. You'll be talking to that person for the rest of your life. Talk to your soul. Mm. Talk to your heart. Connect all of it together. Breathe. Mm. Um, one of the things that I do in the morning is I take time to myself and I breathe and I get ready, um, get my workout in, I have my regimen, mm. I prepare myself, okay? Start doing these things. So when things that come and they try to throw you off kilter, you're a little more sturdy, a little more sturdy, you know what I mean? Get your core together. Mm. You know what I mean? Let me leave. Can I leave you all with something too for yeah, before for we shake sure. out? Um, for sure. And, and everything you're saying is that's the most crucial conversation that you can have is the one with yourself, right? Yes, indeed. And so um, what I teach my clients, one of the first things that we talk about um, when I introduce um, skill uh, or mental skill development, we talk about spitting game. Mm-hmm. Like every day you got to spit game. Every day you got to kick game, okay? Game is an acronym. Mm-hmm. Every day the G stands for gratitude, right? Every day got to have some gratitude. Yeah. The A stands for affirmations. Every day got to tell yourself you're special, you're smart, you belong, you're unique, you're beautiful, you're talented, mm-hmm. right? The M stands for mindful. Every day you got to spend some time in your mind. You got to spend some time in your head working on and talking to yourself and or just being quiet 
mindfulness, right? Well, you just meditate, right? Either yeah. way, but we got to talk to our mind. And the E stands for exercise. And we got to exercise our body. We got to exercise our mind, like we talk about exercise. Yeah. And so game every day, gratitude, affirmations, mindfulness, and that exercise. Whether it's walking around the block, whether it's knocking out some burnouts, because I know Coach, I know Killer does his burnouts still. <laughs> got to get Whatever it, it is, but yeah. right, you got to get that blood pumping a little bit and get the heart going a little bit. So every day you got to spit some game. Spit some game. We over and out, man. I want to thank my guests, man. My guy came through, Coach Mercy. Much love. A.K.A. <laughs> hey, Merck, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was a good time, a good time, man. Uh, I'm over and out. I'm out of here, man. I'll talk to y'all later. Game. <laughs>